Thomas Covington, MXGP of France. This weekend kind of completes the comeback. You've come before the injury of the knee, you were second in Trentino, won a moto. You've come full circle now and you're back up there winning races. Yeah, you know, I felt like just as I was getting back, riding like myself, I, I re-injured my knee there in Portugal. So that was a bit of a bummer. But, um, you yeah, know, this weekend I felt felt good. I wasn't thinking about my knee at all. And especially with track conditions like we had here, it's like actually a nightmare for knees <laughs> with all the deep ruts and stuff. So uh, really happy I was able to find the flow that I did. And, um, yeah, it's just starting out on Saturday. I just... Um, finally got a good start you know um that's what i've been struggling with all season actually is the starts we uh, made a few adjustments to my setup just for the start and um yeah it seems to be working so hopefully i'll be up there at every start now because um, that's just the biggest thing right now is the starts you know if you're not up there at the beginning you pretty much have no chance at the win but um yeah it felt good to get the win on saturday especially just kind of straight up with the ktm boys you know then uh first moto today um yeah pulled the whole shot and pretty much controlled the race from the beginning uh i don't remember ever leading that many laps actually it's, the, the race felt like it lasted forever but um it was really good I have my teammate right behind me and then uh the second one just uh yeah didn't get the greatest start actually but worked my way the first few corners made some really good passes and came out i was up in the top 10 already and uh then just in the back i'd uh, I don't know if somebody went down on the inside of one of those like corners on the top of the hill, but uh, I just got stuck behind a few guys sitting in the rut and lost a ton of time, had to start from the back again. But um, yeah, it was good. I was able to get back up to the front and just a little bit too late. Uh, you know, I was pumped to get the podium, especially with the whole team up, up there, but um, yeah, still kind of bummed I let the wind slip away because I feel like I definitely had the speed to win it this weekend. You say you made some changes to the bike for the start, so can you go into more detail on that, or is it all kind of a big secret? No, not really. Actually, I just, uh, yeah, I guess one thing I can tell you, I can't tell you the other thing, but uh, one thing, I just put my start device lower, actually. For some reason, uh, I was, um, yeah, I was actually had the highest starting device out of uh, the whole team, and I think the KTM boys as well, so... Um, and I'm one of the smallest guys, so it didn't really make sense. And uh, we just went two centimeters lower on the um, on the start device, and that just gave me a lot more confidence to really like just hammer it right when the gate drops. I think you said last week that your starts were kind of bad because of a new bike. So did moving your start device lower, is that something that comes with a new bike, or was it the other change that kind of <laughs> links to that? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if it's the new bike, but yeah, definitely not the new bike. You know, uh, the new bike's got a ton of power. Uh, I, I think I just had them so dialed on the on last year's bike. Um, it took me. It's taken me a bit to get adjusted to this one because uh, you know last year I could just rev the crap out of it behind the gate and control it with the clutch. Whereas uh, this year, if I do that, I can't control it. I just get out of control. Uh, you know, with the grill being so grippy, I just uh, lose balance and wheelie too much. So it's just kind of trying to find that balance with the right amount of RPMs. Let's get to the big news then. I think I found out about this in Argentina, so it's been a long time coming. Yeah. Uh, you were going back to America next year with Husky, so kind of staying in the family. Uh, what went into that decision and when did you actually sign? Yeah, well, I actually signed um, at Motocross Nations last year at Madeley uh, on Friday, I think, before the event. And uh, yeah, so I was all set to go, but then uh, this year started and I'm like, man, I really don't want to give up my last year in MX2. Um, 
even though I would like to go home. And so I was trying to figure out a deal to maybe stay another year. But um, a couple weeks ago, I, um, you know, just talking with both teams and with uh, Robert Jonas at Husky, we decided the best moves. If I wanted to go back um, eventually anyway, that uh, I needed to do it after this season. Uh, otherwise, I might, you know, miss my opportunity. So, um, yeah, just, you know, I wanted to stay MX2, but now that I've made the decision to go home, I'm just, I'm really excited about it. I guess it comes down to you're kind of going to be taking Osborne's space. So, had you left it another year, that space might not have been there. Other teams might not have been interested, and then you would be, you would have been stuck as a privateer or on a 450. Yeah, exactly. Like for Bobby Hewitt, it's it's not easy to uh, hire a really good rider just for for a one year deal. Um, if I'm coming back the next year, and then. Same for this team, like, um, they wanted to get somebody that they could, um, you know, have a relationship with for a few years, so um, it just didn't work out on both sides for me to stay another year, which is kind of a bummer, but, you know, I'm, I'm stoked to go back and live at home, and uh, it's going to be cool, because I've been in Europe for a long time, and it's been amazing, like, all the people here treated me like family, but, uh, you know, there's nothing like the USA. <laughs> Say that it had come down to you then, and a couple of weeks ago, they were just like, look, do whatever you want. Would you have st- uh, decided to stay here, or given the option, would you have maybe decided to just pull the plug and get out of it? Yeah, I guess if it all worked out exactly how I wanted, I'd stay another year. But, um, you know, it d- didn't really work out that way. There was a point where I'm like, oh, maybe maybe I'd like to stay and do MX1 here as well. But, um, you know, that, that wasn't really an option. They're pretty full in the 450 class here. You know, with the, with the age rule, it kind of... Um, doesn't leave many spots open in the 450 class which is a bummer but um you know i think it's the best thing for my career you know um i think now going back and racing supercross and all that i'm a lot more prepared than i was when i was you know 16 17 going to make my debut then are you going to have a one-year deal with husky in the usa for next year then like is it going to be get there prove yourself and hopefully make it happen for the next year or is it a multi-year deal and you can kind of build into this it's a two-year deal actually 19 and 20 I guess that's a big part of it as well then because having that security when you're making a big move even though it's going home it is still a big change that's nice for sure uh, especially in supercross I think the first year is going to be a bit of a learning year for me um, outdoors I feel like I'll be right there right from the beginning so um, yeah really looking forward to that and uh, you know sort of a new challenge and new motivation starting with supercross and rode quite a bit of supercross when I was younger growing up uh, racing monster cup in the amateur class so, um, yeah, it's not like I've never been on a supercross track before. Just uh, looking forward to getting back and sort of getting into a new routine. I've asked you this a few times this year, and this is kind of what I was getting at without actually saying it, but the championship's gone. That was your goal here. Yeah. You're now going to lose out on an MX2 title forever. Yeah. Through the remaining rounds, what's going to make you happy? Like, wins? Do you want? Is two wins going to be enough? Do you want to hit a number? Like, have you set a goal in place that you'd like to leave with? I haven't set a goal, like an exact number. Um, it's really just winning as many motos as possible, one moto at a time. Pretty much like this weekend. I'm just, like I said in my interview after the race, I'm just really motivated for the second half because, you know, I'll probably never never be back here racing at St. John, you know. I want to make the most of it while I'm here and uh, make the best memories possible and, you know, leave a mark with all these European fans, you know. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking as well, and Matt because I know you like that track, obviously it's kind of American, it's where you made your debut, so you kind of got a lot of memories there. Yeah. Coming to each of these tracks for maybe the last time, is there a little bit of emotion attached to it? Like, are you walking out of Matt looking back and being like, shit, I'm never going to come back here? Yeah, yeah there is, definitely. <laughs> uh, especially this weekend when 
I was just like won the qualifying race won the first moto and then I'm like I have to win this second moto like I have to do this and then you know that's why I was <laughs> everyone was so stoked after the race like pumped the whole, whole team's on the podium but uh, I was just a bit bummed because I let that slip away.